0: Let's do it. This do it. is the SEC Insider Hit, And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue.
2: Ooh,
1: good morning. Welcome in. Calvin Ridley. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, former Roll Tide wide receiver, bet on games, and um, he's suspended for a year, $1,500, $1, according to Calvin Ridley, he bet $1,500, he'll lose over $11 million. Man. Man. In a sport where your career is super, super, super short, you know, you're lucky if you get, well, you're lucky if you play college ball, then you're lucky if you make it to the NFL and hang around a couple of years, he'll lose over $11 million. And, um, he bet on a sports app that, uh, actually
3: sponsors the NFL. Can I tell you what his bets were according to sources? Yeah. Cause it's pretty funny. He bet three parlays. A three-team, a five-team, and an eight-team parlay. Oh, gosh. <gasps> All right, you ready? Yeah. All of the bets were placed between November 23rd and 28th, so that's Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. All the bets were via a mobile app in the state of Florida. Okay. Okay. In the mobile app? A three team, a five team, and an eight team parlay. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. You don't you're not allowed to gamble. You're an NFL player and you decide to gamble, and when you decide to gamble, you do it on a mobile device that's registered in your name on an app that you had to sign up for in your name, and then you put down three parlay bets
1: and you lose 11 million
3: plus. I mean think about that. 11 plus million dollars he was going to make in if, one year. If you really wanted to gamble, why do you not just tell one of the like I don't know 20 people in your group in your entourage right to put down a bet for you. I, I don't get it. You sign up on your own phone? Are you crazy? And the NFL hired a third party to monitor Genius sports. Genius sports. It handles all betting data and info for the NFL. There you go.
1: So they've invested a ton of money, and Jeff Duncan, New Orleans Saints insider, said, ask anyone that works for an NFL team, and they'll tell you that the league makes it crystal clear that betting on NFL games is strictly forbidden, and there is a zero-tolerance policy. Duncan goes on to say, ignorance is not an excuse here. That's from Jeff Duncan, New Orleans Saints insider. Um, Albert Breer, uh, also an NFL insider, Monday Morning QB. I see people painting Calvin Ridley as the victim here. And I mean, come on. We all understand why a sports league can't allow its players to bet on its games, right? And why it has to come down on a player if it happens, I swear it's not that complicated. That's Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback.
3: You know, this is the fifth player in the NFL to be suspended for gambling all time. Do you have the others? Yes, I do. Do you think I'll know any of them? Uh, I think two of the names. One name I for sure know. Another name I kind of know, not counting Calvin Ridley. So there's four more that aren't Calvin Ridley. All right, hang on.
1: The Out of Bounds Show, SEC Insider Hit, is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue, the official healthcare provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Blue Cross
3: Blue Shield of Mississippi. Blake? They range from 1963 to 2019, the other four. Okay. Do you have any thoughts? You don't remember anyone, do you? 2019, you won't know. His name was Josh Shaw. I don't know who that is. Sounds like a like backup linebacker. I don't know or something. who that is. Yeah. yeah. In nineteen
1: surprise, you I mean, if you would know it more than I would as much as you play fantasy. I,
3: honestly, I don't remember it. Okay. Speaking of which, and I'll get to this, this brings up an interesting precedent for fantasy. Uh nineteen eighty three, Art Schlister. Schlichter. Oh, okay. Do I you don't, know that name I don't Okay? Know him. He sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. And then in nineteen sixty three, Paul Hornung. Hornung? Hornung? He was big time. Yeah. In 1963, he was suspended. That's the name I knew. Okay, he was suspended in 1963 for gambling, and then also in 1963 it was an epidemic. Uh, <laughs> Alex Karras or Karras, I don't know who that is. Uh, so, four players. Previously, I know you think I'm
1: old, but I wasn't born in 63. Yeah. I thought you <laughs> were. Or the
3: '60s. I thought you were at that game. Yeah. Um. So four players previous to this. Now Calvin Ridley in 2022. Okay. The fifth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It does set a precedent, though. Fascinating. Players currently are allowed to play fantasy football. There's no rules against it. However, fantasy football is widely connected to and pretty well known to be a money thing, right? Sure. People put put money in to play in the league, and you get money back for winning. No question. In theory, that is gambling. Yes. In practice. And you are, a lot of times, these players, like, have themselves on the team, but even if they don't, Calvin really didn't bet on a game he could affect, which would mean in fantasy, you're not betting on a game you can affect, but you are betting on the outcomes of players' production. So it does raise the interesting question of, will the NFL follow this down the rabbit hole of not allowing players to be involved in fantasy football? It's an interesting question. Yeah, I, I wonder if they'll eliminate that too. I think that would be a mistake. It is a big um, get her in the door for NFL There are a lot of people who are not devoted NFL fans who start playing fantasy football and become subscribers to the NFL Network. I and, agree. And Red Zone. And I'm all with of, you. Yeah. It
1: is a great way Gateway. to get involved. Yep. I know that I told you in the 90s, I had uh, not quit the NFL, but I wasn't rabid. And when... Um, And then we started playing fantasy football in 96 or 97. And I've been in the same league since then with, you know, Scott Kessler and that crew. Um, How many women get into it? Yeah. Into, you know, because I I, I got done with the Saints in the Mm -hmm. 80s. Of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and somewhat the 90s. And then, I mean, I love Jerry Rice, but then he kind of, you know, whatever. And so, and Farb was at the Packers, and that was cool. But, Blake, fantasy football kind of made me re engage yeah. with the NFL in 1996. And that was at a rustic
3: level of fantasy football. Now yeah, it's I mean, a it whole Scott new...
1: had to keep up with it like
3: pen and paper. Yeah. Now you it have incredible... an incredible. Well, now you can do it online.
1: You have Nobody amazing has to do anything. Yeah.
3: You have amazing apps. Yeah. They're fun to use. They allow you to do one day. I mean, now we have FanDuel One Day Fantasy. Sure. And all that. So, I mean,. I think the NFL is in a—because, look, that's the other thing. They have partners who are heavily invested in fantasy football. Yeah. So the NFL is like—this is an interesting line that they that Goodell is going to have to tow. And all of this is yeah. happening while an owner is under investigation for paying a team to tank. It's incredible. Right. So
1: where will that go with Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins is what you're asking. Um, Huh. Out of bounds, ESPN 105 down the zone. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. We're going to spin the wheel, um, the prize wheel at 8.15. So we'll fire up the webcast on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. And on uh, Facebook, search the Out of Bounds Show. The only way to win is to be watching. So at 8.15, we're, we're going to spin the prize wheel, and we'll give away a bunch of stuff. And if you're watching, then you can win. What Comment under there, Blake? Nice, yeah. Okay, that's the way they tell us how they're watching or something. Okay. All right, we've got uh, Tito's gear, rounds to Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, rounds to Live Oaks Golf Club, autograph sports gear, y'all lifestyle gear, DeWalt's wag, Jonesy Q's, seasonings and rubs, Havana's Smoke Shop Cigars, four-pack. I
0: think I missed something, though. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. I can't
3: see that. There's a bag oh, of Oh, gift cards. There's a bag of air on yeah, there, Yeah, we too. have
1: gift cards to uh, Burgers and Blues and the combo of Bravo, Broad Street, and Sound Mookie's in Jackson. Miller, we need to get some more Miller Coors swag. I've got a little bit that we can go with if somebody wins that. But, we, yeah, we need some more Miller Coors swag. Awesome. All right, we're going to go to the Farm Bureau Insurance call. So that's at 815. Prize will. You got to be watching. 815. Watch on YouTube, Out of Bound Sports. Watch on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Um, we're going to go to the Farm Bureau Insurance call in line, 601-707-3750. Want to say good morning, welcome in. Who do we have? Witt? Wit,
3: what's up? Yeah, not much. Uh, I'm going to show my age here. Uh but Alex Carris, y'all know who he is. He was my blazing saddles? saddles. Okay. And, and then was in and then starred in Webster a sitcom. And Paul Horning, if I'm not mistaken, may have been the last player to win the Heisman on a losing team. What? He was at Notre Dame. Really? I think we just lost Did we lost just lose? With, yeah, I think we just lost Somebody with. got him. Yeah.
1: So he was on a losing wow talk we've talked about the uh midwest northeast media bias um i i either i knew it and forgot it or or whatever yeah d- did i watch much of blazing saddles i love
3: that movie i think it's hilarious okay all right talk about pushing the envelope at the time i'll have to go back and check that out P- paul hornung is from Louisville, Kentucky. No way. True story. Okay. he That's, died. Did in you 20... hear that they... That's bourbon country? Is it? Yeah. Died in 2020 at 84 years wow. old. Wow. Okay. Drafted by the Packers in 1957. Number one overall out of the University of Notre Dame. Uh, he edged out, according to Brian, uh, Johnny Majors,
1: who, of course, coached at Pitt. Um I mean, Tennessee and yeah. several other places. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Remember Phil Fulmer?
3: No. Oh, yes. Well aware of who John is. Stabbed Blazers him in the is. back when yeah. he was
1: in the hospital and took yeah. the job over.
3: Man. For Rocky Top. Paul Horning's pretty good. I don't know if you know that.
1: Uh, according to TJ, his stats were terrible. Oh, okay. And he won it over Jim Brown, who finished fifth.
3: Well, I don't care about that. I was saying he's a four-time NFL champion, one-time Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, two-time All-Pro first team, second-team All-Pro, two-time Pro Pro Bowl, NFL rushing touchdown leader, three-time NFL scoring leader, NFL All-Decades team, (laughs) Packers Hall of Fame. Sounds like he played pretty well. He was okay. (laughs) He wasn't terrible. And he got rung up for sports betting? That's right. Did you know that he ran received, and also kicked field goals and extra points for the Packers. That's incredible. That's having your head on a swivel. Wow. That's 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 elite pad level. That is elite pad level. You run level. the touchdown in, and then you trot back and kick the PAT. What are we, in Amory? What's that's awesome. On? What's going on here? <laughs> that's Well, back then. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, guys played both ways, buddy. Yeah. Now you had to. What year did you win the Husband?
3: Uh, six fifty-six. 1956. Golly, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And none of those writers watched,
1: but they could only watch the game that they were at.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Which you went to Notre Dame games back then.
1: <laughs> yeah. That right. Was, that was all there In was. In Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah.
3: And you maybe listened to the Ohio State game, right? Right. Something like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, man. That's beautiful. All right. This
1: all stemmed from Calvin Ridley getting suspended for a year. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, he bet, according to Ridley, he dropped fifteen hundred bucks on some parlay bets, and he'll lose over eleven million dollars.
3: What, what, what parlay would would you be willing to lose your job for? That should be the question. <laughs> um, he put down a three team, five team, and eight team parlay. That's incredible. It is incredible. But the NFL
1: is basically making a statement and letting you know that there will be a zero tolerance policy on betting on games. If you're a player or an owner or an employee, that's it.
3: How about that? Man. I mean, I think, you know, others have done it. Oh, well, this is just like when someone gets uh, suspended for smoking marijuana or someone gets suspended for a PED or something like that. Like, Okay, you caught somebody. Does right. It, you, you didn't catch everybody. Like that's that's the way it works all the time. So there's no doubt other people. But here's what I said. I wonder how many starting quarterbacks in well, the NFL. This is the DUI thing. you don't you don't drink and drive because you have enough people to do it for you. You don't gamble because you have enough people to do it for you. Right. If you think you want to put money on something, when Robert Downey Jr. Jr. the actor gets his fifth DUI, it, that's just there and go stupidity. Right. You have so much money, you should never get behind the wheel of a car, ever. You should take a sip of champagne and go, here's my keys. The Alabama defensive coordinator
1: recently, Pete Goldie. Yes. He was at North River. Well, I guess country club Henry, or something. Henry
3: Ruggs. I mean, there's so oh, many God, of those that's, things. That's so bad so, and tragic. There's and so many of those where you go, what, like, you have the resources. At, you know, be, Calvin really didn't need to place a bet. Uh, he certainly didn't need to sign himself up on a mobile device. For a mobile app where you have to register your own personal information, I mean, this is pure. Like, did the NFL punishment like fit the crime? Probably not. I think they overdid it for on purpose, like you said, yeah. making an example of him. But you, you, it's still the stupidest crime. Like, you can't do that, right? You just can't. You you just hand Jim or Bob or Steve or whoever's <laughs> next to you a thousand dollars and you say, "Hey, go put this bet down." Yeah, like and that's you said. It. There's plenty of uh,
1: you know how you have uh, clubhouse attendants that we talk about make a ton of money over the years in base. You have attendance in the NFL and so on, and yeah. like you said, friends and guys that you go eat steak dinners it's with. So easy, yeah, so easy. Here's here's fifteen hundred bucks. Put yeah. these bets yeah. in.
3: Yeah, if if we win, take a little off the top for yourself. Of course. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I guess then you get into text messaging and stuff. You no, still oh have no, to be you can't buried. do that. You'd, It'd have to be like in your person. buddy
3: can't text you back after the weekend and say you won. No, 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 uh, uh, uh-uh. no. It's still illegal, but there's better ways to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I, it's incredible. It's it'll be interesting to see if since this is the fifth time, and the second time in the Goodell era, because 2019 under right. Goodell, um. This is just much more high profile. I wonder if we see a Pete Rose situation. Like, the NFL is heavily in bed with gambling. Sure. And heavily in bed with fantasy. And heavily Caesar in bed superdome. with superdome. That. That's one of many things. Right. Right. I mean, you're now in Vegas, you're, Las Vegas Raiders.
0: You know, so, Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
0: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. 18
3: plus. Pete Rose's situation was very different. It was a different era, different time. That type of thing wasn't looked at the same way. Sports gambling wasn't the mainstream, It you know, event that it sure. is now. I don't think the NFL will go that route, but boy, this feels like a weird, like, I don't know that they can have this stance forever of no betting. Can they? Or is this something that has to be ironed out over time because these relationships are now so much I more complicated. I think you're, going, you're right there. They'll be ironed out over time. Yeah. There's got to be some middle ground but, between I, but t-totalers. I Actually, I don't
1: know if they're ever going to allow players to bet on even other teams. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not sure I see that as yeah something that the NFL and the NFLPA will roll with.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, uh, Jeremy says players shouldn't bet on the NFL just like the Senate and Congress shouldn't be able to buy stock. Before it becomes public,
3: a it's question. insider trading. That's true, but it's not illegal. Correct. In that, in that, interesting. I mean, no, he's not wrong. Those are not; those are very equal situations. The difference is the NFL is a private entity that creates its own set of laws, right? So they've created that rule. Whether it's a legitimate rule or not is up; could be up for debate. But Absolutely, they, they still have that rule. I say hey, it's an interesting question. How, what do you? How many more of these do you think we'll see? People betting? Yeah, uh, I mean, people still get arrested for using, or not arrested. Pe- players still get caught for PEDs and for drug use. So, I think yes. But you know, that's to give you an edge. Not so, well, Josh Gordon. No, no, no. I that's
1: another. Yeah. But I, I was thinking PEDs. Yeah. Um, I actually think in the in the next collective CBAs that, um, they're gonna allow them to. I mean, NBA players can smoke weed. Yes. Okay. And uh, hippie lettuce, whatever you want to call it, and um, I, I think that you'll you'll see the NFL and and the NFLPA start to tweak and change those laws. Okay. Fair now enough. the PED thing—that's a great debate too. We're going yeah. down a couple of yeah uh, rabbit holes here.
3: Let, let's uh, let me bring it back home. SEC basketball. We talked about this uh, earlier. Coaching changes. Well, guess what? Name we were mentioning just uh, last week. Tom Crean in Georgia agree to part ways at the end of the season. So Georgia will be looking for a basketball coach. We already are pretty sure Mississippi State will look for a basketball coach. Does Georgia entering the fray impact Keith Carter and his decision with Kermit Davis? How would that? uh, You're you're trying to get someone that Georgia may be going after. You don't want to give. I, I mean, we think Kermit Davis is probably on a, on a short lifespan, anyway, right? Do you go ahead and make the play to try to get ahead of other teams in your conference? I don't think they're going to do it, but but they may do it.
1: I I I think more Georgia to Mississippi State tie is could they be looking at someone that uh, so could Josh Brooks, who's the AD at Georgia, who used to be the AD at Millsaps, could Josh Brooks be in the hunt um, for one of two, three of the same guys that John Cohen? Maybe looking for once Ben Hallen and Mississippi State agree to part ways.
3: Hopefully, already looking for. Correct. Oh, I don't. Well, Cor- the the right way. Looking for the right way. Yeah, yeah. Doing your research on is that the better way to say? I don't think it?
1: there's any question that Josh Brooks has been looking for a while, and that possibly John Cohen's been looking around for a while.
3: I mean, you got a window shop. you, so, you read the magazine. The tournament starts tomorrow this, in yeah, Tampa.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. And the SEC basketball tournament starts tomorrow in Tampa. Okay. And, and then, so as soon as Mississippi, God, I didn't even think about that, Blake. I mean, as soon as Mississippi State wins or loses, they could part with Ben within 24 hours. Assuming he doesn't win the whole thing. Yeah, we could have a coach, a new coach in the state of Mississippi next week. Now, it may not be that. Who knows? It, it may take a few days. It may take a week or so. They may want to talk to guys that are still coaching. Oh, yeah. Uh. And and Josh Brooks at Georgia may want to talk to guys that are still coaching.
3: Any thoughts on who John Cohen may or may not be researching? Well, the moment? one that's been thrown around for the last two months is Andy Kennedy. Is that the right
1: decision? I think it'd be a good one. Or is that just the popular name? Oh, no. I mean, I think, I think Andy would be a good hire. Okay. Now, people are going to rank it on a scale of one to 10, some would say some are not going to like it. And, and then I think some are going to go, Hey, you know, he took off a couple years and he's kind of built his brand back. You know, he didn't, that was weird. What happened at Ole Miss? That wasn't a bad team. I don't know why they start. I don't know what happened in the locker room. I don't know why they started losing and AK couldn't turn it around because they had good players. Because the next year Kermit Davis Jr. walked into a roster that was loaded. ready made to win,
3: Load. three guards
1: loaded, but but three guards that were really good. Yes, and and obviously he took advantage of that and he went to the NCAA
3: tournament in their first year. Yeah, first state and Ole Miss. That's a great roster. Yeah, when you're when you have three scoreable guards like that, that's a great roster. Yeah. So all right, Andy Kennedy or bust. No, they'll, <laughs> there'll be plenty of more that they will talk to. Do you to. think Sean Miller's a
1: legitimate option? I do not. Okay, I don't either. I think there's two I think Sean Miller has to do what Kelvin Sampson did and go to the NBA for a few years Wash and do it. some rehab. Wash it off. Kind of like Hugh Freeze is doing rehab at Liberty, to the tune of four million dollars a year. Yeah.
3: Can I get that how do I get that rehab? Everybody
1: would love that rehab. Yeah. Order. I'll
3: hey I'll make a mistake. Lane
1: Kiffin <laughs> rehab under saving, making seven million a year. Uh, not seven, seven figures a year as the offensive coordinator, Sarkeesian. Um, This rehab stuff and coaching has gotten very lucrative. Uh, I think Sean Miller will have to go to the NBA like Calvin Sampson. And I don't think Rick Patino is an option at 70 years old. And who else? Oh, Chris Mack at Louisville. I think Mack has too much baggage. And I know I'm saying that in college basketball and Bruce Pearl and Will Wade are currently coaching in the SEC. But I just don't think that Chris Mack who got let go at Louisville and Sean Miller who parted ways with Arizona last year and Rick Patino who's 70 years old I don't think any of them are candidates at Mississippi State now Blake they may be in other in other jobs but not in Starkville. Detelier at 8 30.